What's up, RT? Nick, how, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Good. I'm excited to be uh, back in the podcast studio again. Man, I love this. I love the new studio, too. It is nice. A lot yeah. more room. Dude, the air conditioning in here is awesome. Yeah. You know. I've still been thinking about last week's episode, everything you talked about. So, really? Yeah. You liked it? It was good. Yeah. yeah. Had Father's Day, and you said, do some reflection on Father's Day. Yeah. Did you do any of that? Yes. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I listen. So after, I, I usually listen. Do you listen to the podcast? I do, yeah. yeah I, listen to I forget what we talk about. Sometimes I do that so, too. So sometimes I listen to it and I, I'll laugh at stuff like, man, yeah. I'm a funny guy. Right. <laughs> and then <laughs> right. And then there's things like, that's really good. I can't yeah. believe Nick thought of that. But It's funny. My wife listens to them all too. Yeah. And she gives me feedback, positive and negative, which I think is good. That's good. Yeah. Anyway, so, you have a good Father's Day? Yeah, it was good. Good. All right. It was good. So awesome. today you text me yesterday. Yeah. A couple of days ago something and said, I, well, a couple weeks ago, I did two sermons in one. At you church. did, yeah. So you did two on a Sunday morning, which was odd because you like, did a 15-minute one. It was really short. And then <laughs> the singers came back up and sung again. And then you did like a 30-minute one after that. And it's like, I think you tricked us all. I did. <laughs> to sitting in, in for two sermons. But it's okay. That's what you got to do. Well, and you want me to talk more about the first one. It's like, hey, you should really talk about that on the podcast. Man, you know, I thought about it and it just, it was good. It was a good story, good backstory. Speaking of, where's your rocking chair? I got to get it back in here. Oh, okay. So here's the story for you. Yeah. So part of it was like personal for our church because our, our church, we're, we're doing some big things, and like kicking off this new year. Like yeah. for us, like what we're going to do, not a new year, but right. you know what I'm saying. So I sat in my office on a Sunday morning early and I was looking over there. I had this rocking chair in my office. It's been sitting here for a couple of weeks now. I helped your grandpa carry that in. To I didn't your know office. that. Yeah. So two weeks ago, I was going on vacation. I have a distant cousin. It'd be like a second cousin, I think. Okay. Sends me a message like, hey, I have a rocking chair and it belonged to your great, great grandfather. Okay. And he's like, I want to, I want to keep it in the family. He's like, would you take it? Yeah. I was like, absolutely. I mean, if it's nice, <clears throat> yeah. it's a piece of crap, I don't want it. <laughs> I'd probably take it either way. Really? Okay, cool. So I didn't know what it looked like. He yeah. dropped it off here when he's coming. He's from out of state when okay. he came through Indiana. He dropped it off. Cool. So anyways, this belonged to Oliver Stringer. Okay. So there was Oliver, then his son was Lofty. Wait, Lofty? Lofty. Okay. Yep. His son was Clyde. Hold on just a second. Stop. Sorry. Okay. Aren't you a third? So Oliver's dad was no, Richard not Thomas. Not like a third the size, but yeah. like a third. <laughs> What's wrong? <laughs> Oliver's dad was Richard Thomas II. Oh, okay, cool. Right. So then there's Oliver. Okay. Then there's Lofty. Yeah, I like Lofty. That's a cool name. Then there's Clyde. Yeah. Then there's Harvey, who is my dad. Yeah, he's nuts. Um, yep. Yeah. And then there's Richard Thomas Stringer III, which is me, right. RT. Yeah. So it skipped a few generations. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. It so, still works out. So I started the sermon with saying this. Yeah. I was like, hey, I have this rocking chair here. And I gave this backstory, you know, this is Oliver Stringer's rocking chair. Yeah. I never met Oliver, like in my life. I've never yeah. met him. Of course, I'm in rocking chairs from the 1800s. Right. But he has influence on me. Like, now, hold on. You said something way better. Did I? Yeah. I'm going to say it. All right. Let's hear it. He said, oh, you know, I got this rocking chair from Oliver Stringer. Glad I didn't get that name. <laughs> and then Oliver has Lofty. Glad I didn't get that name either. And then Lofty has Clyde. Glad I didn't get that name. And then Clyde has... I always forget your dad's Harvey. name. Harvey. Harvey, yeah. Why? I don't know why I always forget your dad's <laughs> name. Harvey. Glad I didn't get that name, but I did get Richard. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes when you're speaking, like, I don't know if you run this, but especially when I'm on stage, like, I'll yeah, say things. Yeah, when I speak to the masses, you know, when I'm speaking to 300 <laughs> people, I usually say different things. I instantly regret it sometimes. Like, oh, man, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I usually try to look at Karen's face. That's my barometer to know how much I messed up. I get that. So, I do the same thing. Where was I going? Oh, so I was saying to Oliver. Yeah. I was like, the guy had has influence on my life. Right. So one reason I'm... Kind of indirect. Indirect. So yeah. I am I told him, it's like, one reason I believe in really hard work is because um, Oliver had a farm. Right. 
worked hard, taught his son to work hard. Yeah. Taught his son to work hard. Taught his son worked hard, who taught me to work hard. Right. Um, Oliver took his son to church, who in turn took his son to church. And through generations and generations, I find myself four or five generations later now, I see the value of hard work, and I see the value of of being a Christian and living a godly life. And that, you can trace back through my lineage. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Like, now that you bring that up, I think about it. My great-grandparents, my great-grandpa was a preacher. Mm Mm-hmm. So him and my great grandma were obviously in church, you know, nineteen days a week. <laughs> but then my grandparents weren't. Yeah, and it's not that they were unbelievers; they just—it's not like they attended a church. Not that I know of. Not in the last thirty years. And I think that kind of my dad's side caused my dad to not ever go yeah. to church. Then I didn't go to church for years, and then got married to a godly woman, and then I started going to church. But it's funny how that kind of gets passed down generation to generation. It is, and you can, and each generation can make a decision, right? So Oliver's son could have said. No, I'm yeah. going to be a lazy bum. I'm not going to love my wife. I'm not going to go to church. Yeah, I'm not going to take care of this farm. But he continued in that tradition. Yeah. And right, so this continued getting passed down to me. Yeah. But the other good thing is like, so I know I come from a godly lineage. Yeah. But even if you don't, you could, as you a man, you could decide that. today. like, no, today. Like, I'm going to live for God. I'm yeah. going to love my wife. Even if everyone in my family has been divorced, I'm yeah. going to love her. I'm going to do what's right. I'm going to raise my kids in church. You can make that decision. Yeah, I'm just going to dare to be different. You know, you do um, in, in your family line, you have to dare to be different. Yeah. But then not just what I was trying to get across Sundays, like not doing things for you, but doing those for yet to come at the church. We're saying, Hey, for those who yeah. may come to our church in 50 years, we want to do some things now to get ready for them. That's what it was. You went on the lineage of the church built in 53, right? I did. Our okay. church was started. Villa Baptist was started in 1953. And I gave the story that there was a, a guy named Clinton Hell, who's the yeah. founder of Villa. 1951 started going to a Bible study, got saved. Yeah. Um, two years later, he finds himself running to Bible study, and they they plan a church. Right. And it's I kind of joked about it on Sunday because the church started in a twenty by twenty building. Yeah. And it's actually where we have our restrooms now. Right. So it tells you about the sermons back then. It does. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't mean that. <laughs> but so this guy, so Clinton Hale, right? He does. Yeah. He's incredibly gifted, visionary, and sees that no, we're going to create a church here on this corner. For the people yet to come. So here right. we are, you know, 70 some years later, right. and we're benefiting from the 19 people who took a bold step that yeah. day. Yeah, look at all the people in this neighborhood <laughs> now that have a church to call home. Right. You know, because of the steps that were taken, what did you say, 70 years ago? Yeah, so that's what I'm saying oh. on, on Sundays. Like, so most of us, or all of us, like, we don't know who those 19 people are. We right. may know a couple of them. Yeah. But because what they were willing to do and sacrifice, we are here now. Right. And so in your family, you may not know your great, great, great grandkids, but yeah. you can make some decisions now financially, spiritually, yeah. work ethics, like yeah. that hopefully get passed down. To yeah. Them. So what are we, you know, what are we teaching the mm-hmm. next generation that's going to, you know, hopefully continue that on to yeah. the next generations? A lot of times I don't think we think multi-generational, right? So we, yeah, I don't. we think about ourselves. Yeah. Um, maybe the next generation. Maybe our kids, yeah. maybe grandkids. Yeah. Um, but after that, we don't really think much a lot of times. Crazy to think about. It is. Yeah. And it's crazy when you look back and see... For me, it's a positive lineage, but it yeah. could be you look back and be like, man, my family's always just struggled. Yeah. Um, so it's yeah, maybe we'll break that generational curse. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So then the other, so I had a verse to go along with it is Second Corinthians three twelve. Okay. Uh, which says, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Yeah. So the hope being that we have the hope of the gospel. So right. we talked about at the end of last week's episode that Jesus loves you, died on a cross for you. Right. Since you have this hope, you can be very bold. Yeah. You can take bold steps. You take bold steps. Um, so as I applied to our church. Our church, we need to take bold steps, not for us, 
Right. We need to take bold steps for people in 70 years from yeah, now. Yeah, for the next five generations out that we're not going to know or meet. You yeah, because it's crazy to think that there's 19 people who, I mean, when you look back in the church records, they sacrificed a lot of their money yeah. and time, and they built the church with their hands, and they stayed debt-free. All these things they sacrificed to do, and yeah. knowing that they wouldn't be the ones that benefit from it, people they wouldn't even know would benefit exactly. from it. Exactly. Yeah, they... Uh... Yeah, they gave so much of themselves for people that they were never going to meet. Yeah, but our mentality sometimes is so much like, what me, can me, I acquire? For your, what can <laughs> I get for me? Yeah. I need nicer things. Yeah, what can I, I need do more for me free and my wife? Like, you know. Yeah, instead of looking like, no, what can I do for the kingdom yeah. 50 years I, from now? How can I further this to people I'm never going to meet? I like looking at it this way. Like, when I'm in heaven, I hope I'm still making an impact here on earth. Yeah. So I hope there's things I do now that when I'm long in heaven that there are people I've invested in. Yeah. Or, I mean, maybe it is like, a building that was built or a church that was planted so that yeah. it continues reaching people long after I'm gone. Yeah. So, But that's where I think we go back to that verse to say, okay, we have this great hope so we can take those bold steps to, yeah. to see what we can change. Yep. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to somebody about that the other day and they, um, what did he say? He said, I don't remember exactly how the line went, but it was basically if I was to be killed or something, you're not taking anything away from me. In fact, you're just pushing me in the direction that I was already going in anyway. And I just, you know, thinking about that for a minute, we can really take some bold steps because of the gospel. Yeah. Because of what's promised to us. Yeah. The other thing on that is like, you don't have to fear man. Right. Or what others think. So I think that's, especially for our church, but as Christians, like, we don't fear and tremble before men. We fear and tremble before God. Right. I say that to Rachel all the time. (laughs) Like, I'm probably going to die before you. And, you know, I'm not really nervous about that. More nervous for her that, you know. She's going to have all this stuff to take care of in life. Yeah. You um, know where you're going? You're, yeah. Right? Yeah, I'm going to be fine. But that's that hope you have. And so because right. you have that hope, you can be pretty bold. You can know that I don't need to acquire a lot of things for myself down here. Yeah. Because when I leave this world, whether it's a year from now or 50 years from now, yeah. I'm going to leave this world, but I know where I'm going and right. the hope I have there. Exactly. So, yeah, I just find this first super encouraging. Yeah, it's really good. So I think when I got done with the, the sermon on Sunday, I can't remember if sermon one or sermon two, but... One of them, one guy asked me, he's actually a listener of this podcast. And he said, you know, sermon today is really convicting type thing. He goes, goes, but I think the problem that a lot of guys have is that we hear this and then we don't do anything with it. Right. So he goes, and he even brought up, he's like, I hear things on the podcast or I I hear a sermon at church or I'm listening to a sermon. I get really convicted and I know I should do something. He goes, but then I don't do anything. Yeah, it just kind of stops there. Have you ever felt like that? I, I do that actually, yeah. I get it. Me too. So I want to encourage uh, like the listeners and myself with this is like, okay, so what bold step are you going to take? Yeah. And I think we've done this a few times where we've encouraged guys to go out and do something. Yeah. Um, You know, I think the last podcast, we just encouraged guys to just to, um, who are you that other people are seeing? You know, who are you that your kids are seeing or that other people's kids are seeing? Or, you know, who are we portraying ourselves to be? And just be bold about that. I mean, if you need one thing to be bold about. Be bold about that, just and portraying yourself to be a good, godly man, uh, like you said, a good hard worker, a good, godly man. Uh, anyway, what yeah, you got? I, I think on this one, even asking, like, if you don't, like, I know I don't very often, like, reflecting on what kind of legacy am I leaving? Yeah, like we don't think about that much, right? So if when I leave this world, what's my legacy? Yeah. And what's that legacy? If you yeah, have were you children, a good husband, were you a good father? Were yeah. you a good pastor? Were you, you know, what were you? Yeah, when you're gone, what will people remember about you? Yeah, so I'd encourage you guys, take some time, meditate on that, yeah. think about it, what kind of legacy, maybe pray, ask God to kind of open your eyes and show you, hey, here's some bold steps you need to take to kind of change the legacy that you're leaving for yeah. those around. So, Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Anything else today? No, I think that's it. I can't wait to sit in that rocking chair. 
Well, maybe you can start uh, setting it during the podcast. Maybe I'll do that. You I, know, can, I can rock back and forth and just drive producer Blake nuts. It would. <laughs> it probably squeaks. I mean, it's over 100 years old. Oh, yeah. We need to start like throwing these pictures up on social media of things we talk about. Like yeah. the rocking chair, you sitting there. Yeah, let's go grab that thing and take a picture of it. Or uh, the grass when you were sitting in the – when we talked last week about your nice grass. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I'll send you a picture of my grass. Okay. All right. Really appreciate you guys uh, tuning in and listening. Uh, make sure if you haven't to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, and then uh, give us maybe a share on social media or tag a friend you think would be interested and listen to it. Yeah. Um, I think having our wives on a few weeks ago was a really big hit. And I think we're going to have some more guests on here in the near future, aren't we? We do. I think this summer we're going to line up a few guests. So, awesome. Yeah, looking forward to uh, yeah. future episodes of Tough Men of Faith. Yep. Thanks, thanks again, guys, for listening, and uh, we'll uh, see you guys here soon. See you next week. 